So Jedi, I want to be the first to wish you a happy Bastille Day. Oh, happy Bastille Day to you too, Todd. (laughs) Have you always known it's Bastille Day? Yes. Yeah, I know. Now, if no one knows what we're talking about, head back to our episode where it's, uh, what was it, Coincidences? Coincidences, yes. And you'll see that Jedi and I have the same birthday. What time were you born? 11.59. A.M.? Yes. So I was born at 7 a.m., so it was Boston time, so it was 1 a.m. We were born 10 hours apart, same day, same year. It's pretty nuts. And we do a conspiracy podcast. (laughs) (laughs) This is so weird, man. I know. It, it is it is weird. So um Jedi, what was the thing going on with Amber Heard? Oh, her and her attorney were trying to declare a mistrial on the basis of that one of the jurors, I think jury number 15, wasn't the correct juror. He went instead of his father to the trial and they were trying to declare mistrial and throw out Johnny's win on the case. Yeah. <laughs> but um the presiding judge decided Decided, nope, there was no wrongdoing. Um, they vetted all the jurors before the trial, so too bad, so sad. Yeah, pretty weak and desperate attempt. And they've really they've been slandering him since the trial ended. I think really assuming they were gonna get a, a, a retrial, and now that they're not, she should probably keep her gold digging mouth shut. Right, because before the trial even starts, both sides vet the jurors, right? Yeah. They have a chance. So it was like, you know, almost they were hoping or saving this to the end just in case they lost. Yeah, I- I'm telling you, it was a poor play. And the judge that heard the appeal was the same judge who actually heard the case. So there was little chance that the judge was going to overturn it because would have to admit that she hadn't properly vetted the jury, and that just isn't true. And so I don't know where Amber Heard's getting that $10 million <laughs> from, but pony up. <laughs> so crazy. So what do you guys think of the Webb Telescope? Joe, jo, you should see the Flat Earthers, because when I researched the Flat Earth podcast, I went on a couple pages to research, and a bunch of these people friended me on Facebook. Wicked nice people and stuff, but their entire life is the Flat Earth. They, they are getting a kick out of this. They think it's the biggest joke. It's time to snap into reality. Even crazy Dr. James Fetzer doesn't believe in that nonsense. (laughs) That guy's as batshit crazy as you can be. (laughs) And even that guy, God, right? He didn't even give it a second thought. He was like, ah, that's hogwash. We want nothing to do with that. (laughs) Nothing to do with it. So what do you guys think of those photos? I mean, not that we can really tell what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's crazy. Anything can be doctored nowadays, right? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Uh, Those pictures are absolutely stunning. Uh, I don't know why you wouldn't believe in those pictures. (laughs) No reason to make that up at this point, like, at all. Not to mention, you know, on some nights, you can see some of that stuff. And it is fascinating. And the coolest thing is that they're within, like, 500 million years of seeing the Big Bang which is just an insane thought that what you're doing is looking into the past. Yeah, right, right. And those, the dullest of those likes, Jedi, what do you got? I, well, no, 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 no. I'm just talking about, did you get the one? I, I don't know if you got this one from Todd, where it's supposed to be the universe, but it's actually granite countertop. <laughs> did you get that one? <laughs> that, that it looks, yeah, so that's why I'm laughing. I'm, yeah, I'm, that that, that's what funny. I was talking about. <laughs> yeah. Anything can be doctored. Fair enough. So this satellite is amazing, it, and it's big. It's like the biggest, strongest lens ever. And I'm fascinated by it. I think that I was showing my wife, because my wife, Todd, mm-hmm. who's a very smart person, said to me, yeah. yeah, I'm just not that interested in space. Wow. And I was like, does it have to be murder all the time? Yeah, right, right. You like never look up at the stars <laughs> and kind of wonder... You know what I mean? No, not at all. Uh, She's not impressed, but uh, I was explaining that. I'm like, they're like literally within 500 million years of seeing light from the Big Bang. That's an insane achievement 
in human history. Yeah, my friend, my friend has been telling me about this telescope for the last six months. I never heard of it, and um, we were sitting on his porch the other day talking about it. We were talking about how we take everything for granted. He was even like, "You see, like the like the street light. You know how much work goes into getting that." like to work and no one thinks about anything like that we just take everything for granted you there used a- to be a guy todd who drove up and down the street lighting the street lamps with a torch yeah really? right now the light just comes on and it goes off and we don't you whatever don't even right. think about it yeah right you have a snowstorm you lose electricity you just sit there like okay it's gonna come back okay do you understand people have to go out there and do all that work no one thinks about that so, you know, what I want to tell you so funny how people handle things differently. Um, you know how you get people you may know or you know what I mean? Yep. I got one like I saw one like a month ago. Steve Sachs. So I friend oh, requested. Oh, no shit. Yeah. So I friend requested him. He accepted, right? Like a week later. Did you see that his son is in the military? He died in a plane crash. Yes. So he posted like, uh, this is hard. My son died in a plane crash. Then it's like the next day. It's like, hey, everyone, Sachs in the morning. Like, please listen today. I'm like. It's so weird because don't you think your life would just go upside down? Yep. Yeah, yep. it's like it's like he had like one day of mourning, it seemed like, and then he's just back to normal. But people just handle things differently, I guess. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah that that's some uh that's some Casey Anthony shit right there. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Next day getting a tattoo. <laughs> Greetings, Morks, Crimes, Conspiracies, and Beyond with Jedi and Todd. Last week, Todd spoke about watching a disgusting video about a couple throwing up on each other for pleasure. You might have said to yourself, where would I find a video like this? I would say, ask Todd. But (laughs) Todd would probably direct you to the deep, dark web. Yes, so... The most interesting thing about this is, do you know the deep web and dark web get mixed up a lot, but they have nothing to do with each other. Did you see that, Jedi? Yes. I mean, I wish I didn't go down this rabbit hole. I feel very dirty now. (laughs) Yeah. So before we get into the dark web, do you want to maybe tell us a little bit about it? Sure. It's very interesting because I didn't know that there were three parts to this whole thing. I, <laughs> it's very strange. You would think, you know, the normal user would just say, oh, it's just the Internet. But apparently there's a surface net, a dark net and a deep net or I'm sorry, a deep yeah. net, then the dark net. One of the craziest things is there's only about five to 10 percent on the surface that we can access. Right. The best way to describe it, you probably saw this analogy, is like an iceberg, Joe. So you see the tip of the iceberg above the water. That's what we can do. Then under it is the deep web, which is like 90%. And that's stuff that we can't access. But there's nothing bad about that. It might be like some banks or businesses that have private things you can't access. And then the very bottom of it, maybe 5 or 10%, is the dark web. That's where all the bad stuff goes on. It's like a place where criminals go to do things. Why would a criminal go online to do stuff? That wouldn't be where I would start. It's the easiest way to find crime or other criminals, right? Yeah, but Jedi, I watch a lot of true crime stuff. And like 95% of the time, they search your computer and they're like, you Googled how to murder your wife with a mop. And your wife ended up with a mop from one ear out the other one. Like you did it. And that's pretty much all the proof you need. So. Does the deep dark web, does it not record what you're typing? So the dark web is totally different, has complete anonymity. It's very hard to trace because you're going through so much encryption and you usually do it through a VPN. So Joe, I think we should test this out to see if it can be traced to us. So what you're going to need to do, I'll I'll email this to you. So you're going to subscribe to a VPN, right? Then you're going to download the VPN app. Select the Tor browser, which is the Onion router. That's what Tor stands for. And what I want you to do is log on to pedo planet and we'll see if uh the fbi gets back to you when you look up the pedo planet oh hell pedo no planet. 
That's where the pedophiles go. <laughs> I was I even know. nervous Googling that today. I'm, I was Googling. Uh, I forget what I, I what one of the name of the child porn thing was on the doc. Oh, I'm like, I'm like, should I even Google this? To no, even look up the are name? you crazy? I know. <laughs> Dude, I just Wikipedia deep web and I was concerned about typing the words. Right, exactly. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and then oh, log into Pedo. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Yeah, right. No. <laughs> no. And I think I think last week we were talking about the onion browser. What was last week's episode? We we did talk about dot onion. Cicada thirty three oh one. So Joe, let me know how you make out with the pedo planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I noticed about it has a, a breakdown of what you would do on the dark web. The number one thing is drugs. 15.4% of the websites are drug related. You can buy drugs. You can sell drugs, all sorts of crazy stuff. And that's what they would call the Internet Silk Road, right? Right. Silk Road yeah. is the big marketplace. And I think that got shut down by the FBI. Yeah, and, and they created it, what, four more times? There's Silk Road 4.0 now? And I yeah, don't know if that's shut down. I saw there was 2.0, 3.0, now there's a 4.0. But why can't the government just shut this entire thing down? It's not illegal. That's the thing about the dark web. It's not right, illegal. and Joe, the kicker of this whole thing is who created the dark web? Did you see that? The U.S. No. government, the oh, Navy. I... <laughs> They've been known to uh, to fund really, it. yeah, yes. I just saw in November 2020, the United States sees more than a billion dollars worth of Bitcoin from the Silk Road. Well, that's what I was going to say. One of the reasons the dark web is so successful is because of cryptocurrency. If there was no such thing as cryptocurrency, there would probably be no such thing as the dark web because that's the only way to pay for things. Well, so cryptocurrency uh... is not going to die. Then it's going to continue on because this is the currency of the criminal. Yeah, as long yeah. as you're paying for drugs and child porn with it, that's not going anywhere. Right. And yeah. cryptocurrency helps the dark web, and the dark web helps crypto. It's kind of like a, they help it's each other. Speedy. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so some of the things that you could buy on Silk Road was medical supplies, steroids, weed, but weed's kind of, um, you can get it anywhere now. Hitman, Molly. And uh, there's no government oversight on the dark web. That's why some people like it. And the other site that I was looking at, Playpen is another one of those child porn sites. Oh, my gosh. Don't advertise for them. <laughs> <I know> <laughs> now, another thing you could buy on Silk Road, this is a drug that I don't even, I never really think it's real, but I've heard a few things about it. Have you heard of Devil's Breath? No. Devil's breath is a drug that people give people like um, kind of like slip it in their drinks and you just lose all your free will. Supposedly, Joe, if I give you devil's breath, I would be like, OK, let, let's head to the bank, take all your money and give it to me. You would just do it. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. This, this I wanna... sounds like a drug that some ex-comedian, ex-TV show, someone who just got out of jail would you. Will yeah. me. <laughs> <Exactly>. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Where do you get a pill like that? Is that available on the dark web? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I've looked this. Yeah, it is. I've looked this up a couple times, and I just feel like it can't be real. I, I feel like I would have my wits about me where I would know not to give someone my money, but who knows? It's a hallucinogenic. No, there's certain drugs that knock you out or, you know, you're coherent, but you can't do anything about it. But a dozen years ago, I was at a party and we got really hammered and somebody was like, hey, we're going to Taco Bell. And I was like, just take my wallet. And they did. Mm. I didn't get any Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> now, J Jedi, have you heard the story about Dog Day God? That no. guy on, oh, it was a Redditor, which is kind of crazy. When you hear something about someone committed a crime and then you go back and you read like their old Reddits before they were like a killer. This guy went on Besa Mafia, the website on the dark web and tried to hire a hitman to kill his wife. His wife had a $7,000 insurance policy, so he paid this person on the dark web $6,000 in Bitcoin, and they didn't do the job, and then it kind of backfired because they said, we want more money or else we're going to the police. Yeah, because uh, I'm an entity, right? He couldn't find who they were either. <laughs> right, exactly. Now, that's a, that's the a thing with the dark web. It's a lot of scams. People will... You really can't do anything if you're doing something illegal. You can't go to the cops and say, oh, by the way, I was doing something illegal and this guy didn't come through. You're kind of screwed. 
But what I don't understand, if the government created it, why aren't they catching more criminals and eradicating criminal activity? I don't get it. You ready for my conspiracy theory? Yes, you the right place. basically give them an area to play in and you surveil it and you can't bust everybody, but you can get. And it seems like what they're doing is just hitting like the kingpins. Yeah, right, right. You, I mean, you can't get everyone. Everyone on there is doing illegal, illegal activity. By the way, that guy, Dog Day God, actually ended up killing his wife. He tried to set her up like she did su- uh, committed suicide and he ended up getting caught. Oh um, what was his fake means of her suicide? Was it a stabbing 25 gun, times? Because gunshot. Never... Yeah, gunshot. Yeah. Uh, there was a, a Netflix show, The Thing About Pam, where uh, do you guys know the story? She set up her, her best friend's husband after she <laughs> murdered her. Pam Hupp, that is the, the craziest lady I've ever seen. Psycho oh, my Pam. God. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the funniest part was the husband was like, my wife must have committed suicide. And she died by like a stabbing, like 60 stab wounds. And it's right. like nobody kills themselves with 60 stab wounds. Right. right. What? Holy smokes, dude. And how would you not? Dude, if you went in your house and your wife was lying on the floor, don't you think you would have noticed Right. If she had 60 stab wounds. Right. Right. Joe, that's like that's like committing suicide with three gunshots to the head. <laughs> All to the back of the head, too. Right. <laughs> so, Jedi, some other things you can do in the dark web. They sell some weird things like you can get lifetime memberships to Netflix. You see something like that for like one hundred and fifty dollars. They sell credit card numbers counterfeit bills guns fake ids right yeah and it's not all legal they have like chess clubs and book clubs on there like if they have a couple good things on the dark web but you probably just go on the regular web for that that's got to be the trick though to getting into the dark web you join a chess group you know right kind of lay low yeah you know you're in a book club next thing you know you're like uh where is the club for hitmen right There's got to be a better way to hire a hitman than the dark web. I like what we talked last time. Some people do it off of Craigslist. <laughs> yeah, people are insane. Somewhere between Craigslist and the dark web, there's definitely a better way to do this. <laughs> no, right? Jedi, did you find anything good about the dark web? Anything positive? No, I actually, I, I, I need medication now. Put it that way. <laughs> it was very disturbing i was like i wish i didn't we weren't doing this topic yet i i just didn't know you know how far some people's minds went <laughs> i did find one kind of good thing now some of these hackers they'll track and extort pedophiles from the dark oh, that's web. a good thing yeah that is a good thing <laughs> it's a big hacker thing right. so maybe we have what anonymous is on there maybe or something yeah, I mean, a ne- a ne- another necessary evil, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. What were some of the weird things you saw? Did you find any weird things people have done the dark web purchased or anything like that? The thing is that I didn't go in because I, I j- just didn't want to <laughs> venture that way. But I don't know if this is true or not. Like, a, uh, it's called the Red Room. Yes. And you yes. watch people get tortured. Yes, I saw that. What? Yes. That's how sick and demented some people are. And there's another one called Cruel Onion. It's girls crushing small animals under their feet. Oh, my gosh. Where, where's PETA? Yeah, exactly. No, Joe, that's another thing we talk about sometimes. You would think a site like that would have like 10 followers. There's like 200,000 people on that. And it just proves that we're like living within like crazy people and you just have to somehow avoid them your whole life. Yeah. Uh, listen, one in five people has a mental illness or a mental condition, and that could in- include being like a sociopath or a psychopath. So yeah, right. there's some sick sons of bitches out there. Todd, think about the weirdest shit you're into. Right. And it's not even something you have to get like on the dark web. Like imagine the depravity of some of these people. (laughs) Holy smokes, dude. I wouldn't even think to like, oh, I wonder if I could find a website where girls crush animals with their feet. Right. Right. How do you even know you're into that? 
I was listening to yeah, I know exactly. Now, do you know I listen to Sword and Scale sometimes? It's a crime podcast, and uh, this guy was describing like uh, he was a child molester, and they were like, yeah. So he would when he's having sex with them, like their faces would turn purple from the plastic bag they had over the head. I'm like, okay, oh why do you need that? <laughs> Oh what God. does that add to an already horrible thing that's happening? Uh, this is where <laughs> I believe in capital punishment. Oh, totally. <laughs> I know, Joe, to go to the dark web, you would have to have had done every possible type of porn. You would have to hit the end of that wall and be like, okay, I've reached everything. <laughs> now I'm right? to the dark web. <laughs> this is a very specific <laughs> fantasy. The <laughs> <laughs> no, Jedi, did you see that they do ISIS recruiting on there? No, um, but I would. It, it doesn't surprise me. All kinds of recruiting. Recruiting for what? <laughs> you know? Yeah, right. That Silk Road was making $500,000 a day in transactions, Bitcoin transactions. And the guy who created it, he was captured, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I think he's in jail now. Oh, another thing is um, people that are cannibals and people that want to be eaten. Did you see anything like that, Jedi? I saw a few things on that. I actually saw a story like that on the mainstream, on the surface yeah. net, that someone actually, they met up on a website and they told each other each of those fantasies. The one decided that he was going to die and be eaten and the other guy ate him. Yeah, right. Exactly. That was on the dark web. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't understand why you'd ever want to go on there unless, yeah, nothing good. Nothing good good's going to happen on there, I guess. <laughs> But I'm still wondering what the deep web, what exactly is that? The deep web is like, you know, universities use it, colleges, uh, government agencies. It's it's right under the surface where there is some encryption, but not a lot like the dark web. Yeah. So it's my understanding with the dark web. When you send something out, the reason why it's anonymous is because it keeps searching for uh, outlet, right? To ping. It's like a pinball machine, right? Yeah, so it exactly. keeps going and going and going and going. And so that address where it came from, the new ping doesn't get the whole address, but it sends it to a different address. And yeah. it's like a chain letter that way until it gets to the destination. Yeah, I still think the FBI could get to the bottom out of it if they had to. Exactly. And why yeah. aren't they? <laughs> you know, <laughs> they could solve so many crimes. That's why it blew my mind to find out that the U.S. government created this thing. To purchase anything on there, you have to be the stupidest person ever. Would you? I would never trust anything. Right. Dude, if you buy one kid on there, the kid gets delivered six months later. You're like, you know what? Yes, this is like prime. You know, <laughs> you just got to gotta get away with it once. And you're like, oh, that's it, huh? Done. But that's yeah. how arrogant some people are, right? They just keep doing it and they think they're not going to get caught. They think that there's such a hacker or, you know, computer sleuth or whatever they think they are. But they end up getting caught. And that's what gets them caught is their arrogance, right? Like the BTK killer. Yeah. Oh, that guy freaked me out how matter of fact he was about his killings. You ever hear him talk about it? It's like he's talking about like going to the grocery store. Yeah, but that that's how they found him off his computer, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jedi, we were texting earlier. I told you that my scariest thing ever is human trafficking. And that's a big thing on the dark web. Yeah, that disgusts me. That That's why I say, why don't they crack down more on that? Human trafficking and child molestation. Because they have the tools to do it. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, again, I would assume when they're cracking down and they're looking to make some arrests, that's probably the first place they go to, right? But again, you're monitoring this thing 24-7. And again, I would assume you're only getting the biggest crimes you can, mm -hmm. right? Again, if everybody on the dark web just starts getting pinched, the people aren't going to use the dark web anymore, and you completely lose the surveillance you have over people doing some pretty sinister things. Yeah, and the dark web is nothing you're stumbling on. You're doing research, getting a VPN. You're doing all this stuff to like specifically get on there. It's premeditated. Oh, yeah. uh, Jed, I was just gonna say, right? That is that just definitely speaks to premeditation, and certainly will solidify the charges. Yeah. I worked at a place who provided services to children, and we had a computer guy who was also a psychologist. 
And anytime we had a computer issue, we would call him and he would fix our computers. But there was this rumor going around that he was doing unsavory things on the computer. You know, you think nothing of it. And then suddenly you hear that he gets arrested because he was a pedophile and videotaping his things and trading them with people who were doing the same thing. So I think that he was on, you know, this dark web. And the way that they got caught was one of them was stupid enough to be wearing their work shirt. So they were wearing their work uniform, and that's how they narrowed it down, and that's how they caught him. Joe, why can't people be normal like me and you? Wow, <laughs> that seems <laughs> stressful to have to go through all that work. Yeah, seriously. I mean, like I said, listen, we've got our things, mm. but in the grand scheme of things, very tame. Yeah, right, right, very right. tame. Exactly. Exactly. This is this is for like sick, twisted, demented people. Yeah, yeah, totally. What else do you got on this Jedi? Anything else? I don't have the the numbers to mental health officials right now, but (laughs) (laughs) after researching this, I mean, gosh, I didn't know a lot of stuff like that was out there. Yeah, it's it's weird to think like when I saw that number, there's 4.5 billion websites that we have access to in the deep and dark web, make it four to 500 times more than that. Wow. That's just insane numbers. Yeah, and I think one of the websites that you were saying for pedophiles, they're like, there's like what two hundred thousand members, over two hundred thousand members across yeah. the globe. Yeah, I mean that's, that's sick. That's insane numbers. I mean, another, another thing I saw in here, Jedi, was um, you can like hire slaves and stuff. There, anything you think of is on here. Yeah, that's like that bondage stuff. Some people like to be enslaved right they like to be spat on and sat on and someone yeah. to take their yeah. high heels into them i don't get it yeah <laughs> <laughs> like to be dominated yeah see i feel like that's again sort of part of the weird conservatism that comes to sex in this country that people are so obsessed and concerned with any sex that's not like guy girl missionary that there's people that that feel like anything that's not that is you know some crime against god and humanity right and so you know what happens when you know you like when someone takes a big dump on your face you got to go to the dark web and you shouldn't have to you know you should just be able to be open about that kind of stuff yeah well, you know? it's not only in our country it's other countries too i mean doesn't like japan they have they have love dolls or they people marry dolls there it's i mean p- there's a lot of weird people around the world <laughs> isn't it good to know that it's not only the united states that's filled with weirdo yeah stranger oddity it is everywhere and there is a lot of sick twisted people especially when it comes to the sex. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the one place I always think of when I hear people going where I'm like, oh, that person might be up to no good is you ever hear like the Thailand and the Philippines? That's totally known for like parents like trafficking their kids to get money and pedophiles love to go there. Places like that. Which is a shame because Thailand is a beautiful, beautiful country. The Philippines is a shit dump jungle swamp and nothing good happens there there's gangs and drugs and violence the only mm. good thing they got in the philippines is manny pacquiao hey, uh, there's there's just country <laughs> my aunt posan swear to god is from the philippines but lived in japan for a really really long time another really beautiful country by the way but yeah dude thailand's like a gorgeous country great climate Again, the idea that those two countries are like the hubs for it. It's like, I get the Philippines. It's a little bit lawless anyway. But Thailand is like, come on. Now, Jedi, Jedi, what did you say happens when Manny Pacquiao fights in the Philippines? There's no crime. Crime is zero. Everybody's glued to their TV watching Manny fight. I'm trying to think, like, there's nothing like that here. I mean, obviously, you could say, like, the Super Bowl, but that must just be, like, everyone is into Manny Pacquiao. The Super Bowl, a lot of people are into here, but there's a lot of people that could care less. I literally named all the things they have in the Philippines. I mentioned the jungle, 
the drugs, the slavery, oh. the prostitution, and Go Manny Pacquiao. The There's, There's five things. There's the five things, and the only good one is Manny Pacquiao. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> People, the food. <laughs> Where's the most interesting place you guys have been? You guys have been anywhere good? I, I like China. I've been to Turkey. I like Turkey. I like, I mean, there's beauty everywhere you go, I think. You just have to find it. Anywhere good, Joe? Uh, I climbed Mount Vesuvius. Oh. And yeah, it was it, it was amazing. It was right after they had unearthed a whole bunch of it. Literally, like you see people like encased in ash. Oh, uh, I've heard that about that. Died on crazy. The, it was crazy. But I had dress shoes on, like a normal pair of like, shoes yeah. with a pair of pants and i went up this mountain and i came down the mountain and it's a volcano mm-hmm. you know it's not a mountain it's a volcano when i got to the bottom my shoes had no tracking on the bottom wow the, is this is the one where your brother-in-law told you to try or your brother told you my to brother try? yeah he told me they don't yeah and so i i, I all i wore were, were nice clothes pants slacks with like loafers and stuff and i hiked up Mount Vesuvius in loafers. And when I got to the bottom, yeah, no traction. And it rained the next day. And we went to Florence. And I was, it was like I was on the ice capades. <laughs> now, Joe, when you said that people preserved, because I've heard about that, like what kind of features can you see? Is it just like a, a lump or it's like looks like a person? Oh, no, you can. I mean, it's ridiculous. Like literally, you could see the dude like hands up, like, trying to stop it all from landing on them. Yeah. Yeah. You could see the pretty detailed face and stuff. It's insane, dude. And uh, they unearthed graffiti there. Like 2000 year old graffiti. And a lot of it is like, I fucked your mom. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's like literally like that's how that's how old that thought is. Speaking of fucked your mom. What do you think about the Zach Wilson, right? You saw that, right? Dude, you know, the Jets are a disaster always. (laughs) And that that dude didn't get off to a great start last year. It's the Jets. You expect that. Zach Wilson, apparently. He's a quarterback for the Jets. He broke up with his girlfriend and his buddy slept with the girlfriend. So he slept with the buddy's mom. No, he slept with his. No, no, no. He slept with his mom's best friend. Oh, it was his mom's best friend. All right. right. I hear, So I heard the story differently. I heard it was his girlfriend broke up with him and was dating his best friend. And so, he, yes, no, it's just two random things. Both happened and nothing okay. to do with each other. Yeah. Oh, good. But still, <laughs> why is this 22 year old guy? Yeah. Banging an old lady. But social media is brutal. Right. <laughs> Dude, I feel like they're like he like he's the coolest dude in the world for it. I also saw it's the first time the Jets scored over forty <laughs> uh, in about twenty years. And I've seen stuff like that. <laughs> I saw that funny. thing too. Yeah, it was yeah. funny. Oh man, yeah, I can't wait for football season. We get about what six, seven weeks. I, it, it's crazy. I mean, they're going to be reporting for camp this week. Yeah. Now another thing. So Jedi, what do you? Because we're unemployed right now. What do you do with your day? Because I gotta tell you, being on a UPS truck for twelve hours a day, I would be tired at the end of the day. But it n- does not compare to being with my girls all day. I am exhausted. I'm not oh complaining though. I'm so not you complaining. admit it. <laughs> yeah. No. We go to. I bring them to camp. We go swimming. But it is tiring. I have been doing home improvements, painting doors, painting you know walls. Fixing stuff around the house. <laughs> That's cool. Um, oh, I forgot to tell you, Joe, the reason why I asked you guys where the most interesting place you've been is because my buddy, Kevin, and I, he keeps saying, let's go on a road trip golfing. And I'm like, I'm in. And he's like, I am too. So he said, where do you want to go? And I said, the the most interesting place to me in the United States is the Montana area. I think that'd be so frigging cool. Montana, Wyoming. And the other night we're talking and he said, well, if we're not driving, we're flying. What would make us stay in the country? So we started talking about like Iceland and Sweden to go for like a golfing trip. Because if you're going to fly four or five hours, why not just like leave the country and go to like a really cool spot? Do they have golf there? Of course they have golf there. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So Jedi, I think I'm going on two trips this summer. I think with my family, I'm either going to Iceland or Sweden. I'm Swedish. And then with my buddy, we're going to go to golf trip to wherever I don't go with my family. But the only thing is Sweden is like 13 hours because you can't get a direct flight. Joe, we found flights to Iceland for 92 bucks. 
92 bucks. $190 round trip. Wow. It's like $2,500 for the family. Flights, hotel for the week, like all included. I mean, it's pretty damn good. Four people. Do you know that they've been able to track basically everyone that's lived in Iceland going back to like the 1300s? Really? You don't have to go to the dark web for that, right? You don't know. Hilarious. <laughs> it was a part of the, the human genome project was because the people that live there don't generally leave and they don't really have a lot of people migrate to Iceland. They oh, were wow. literally able to use because the DNA from those people are so pure, little inbred, but very pure. And they were able to trace it back to literally the 1300s. Wow. Now, now I want to plan it so we can see the northern lights. That would be amazing. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I heard they're beautiful. I don't even really know what it is. It's like solar winds make it turn green and stuff. But I think it's in October. So I have to get my passport updated. Do you guys have passports? Yes. Yeah. Just in case you got to leave. You got to (laughs) leave. So I'm trying to think about. Yeah. And that's another thing, Jedi. The dark web preppers. Tons of preppers. You can... Buy things on prepping, buy stuff to prep with. What about the the blueprints on how to make a 3D gun is probably on there too, right? Um, probably. Yeah. Probably. Joe, anything going on with the, the Ukraine war? I haven't heard anything on that. Uh, yeah, it, the plan is pretty clear now what they're doing. Uh, they're trying to isolate two regions where there's more Russian nationals and, and more people of Russian descent. And Ukraine, for what it's worth, says that they won't seed any land in any kind of a deal and they want crimea back so this thing's not it's not going to end anytime soon yeah it's which like is going to last a while I, I don't see i don't see really i don't see there being any other way you know you're at an absolute stalemate uh russia doesn't even want to negotiate and ukraine is basically said we're not giving up any land and if that's where we're starting then we're not talking about it but they've completely abandoned the idea of taking over Kiev and areas that are really more Ukrainian than Russian. And so they're really focused on the Dobas region, uh, which is where, again, you had a lot of Russian speaking native Russians living. And it, it literally is all about taking the middle part of the country so that they can get to Crimea so that they can get out to the Arctic Circle to get more oil. Jedi, do you follow any of this or no? No. It's just too much. It's getting everything is too much. You know, every there's everything go, is going wrong right now. I can't even watch the gas prices without getting upset. Cost me ninety five dollars today to fill my tank. Oh, well, gosh. so inflation's actually up to nine point one percent, which is I an saw even that. bigger high than the previous bad high that that we had. So, yeah, it's not getting any better. I saw I saw that today, the nine point one. I will tell you this on a political angle. Joe Manchin, West Virginia Democrat, is basically refused to deal with the Democrats if they don't rein in their spending and do something about inflation. So if the Democrats want to achieve anything before the fall politically, they're gonna to have to make some major strides on inflation, or that guy's not gonna let them get anything done. So don't be surprised if they were able to get the prices down a little bit. Although I don't know if you saw the latest thing. Crude oil is down 20% and gas prices are only down 8%. Oh, wow. They, they should be side by side, right? They, they should be side by side. So again, these companies, the gas companies, end of the day, don't, don't let them slide on this, man. They're still milking for every last cent that they can get. Because eventually the price is going to have to go back to like $2 a gallon. Yeah. It's going to have to. And then everyone's going to be like, see how amazing Joe Biden is. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Right? Because when the price is low, they'll take credit for it. But yeah, no, because it really doesn't have anything to do with the president. But if they don't rein that in soon, I'm telling you, it'll Mm -hmm. be it'll be bad. Joe, do you think that we're almost at a point where just people are going to go and riot and tear everything down and loot because it's gotten so bad with inflation? No, not yet. You know, so again, here's the major problem with what happened uh, during COVID was that everybody had money. The government was sending people money and people, even poor people for the first time, had expendable income. And when poor people have expendable income, 
the price of consumer goods rises because of supply and demand. If everybody can afford a new car, you got to jack the price of cars up and you got to cut that lowest group out. When it comes to capitalism, everybody can't cash in at once. Everybody can't be successful in a capitalistic society. You need the losers at the bottom. And during COVID, we didn't have that. I mean, everybody was flush with cash, right? Two things can happen. Companies can just decide to lower their prices and solve their inflation problem that way. But then because of the supply chain problem, you, again, you're going to run into the simple idea of supply and demand, and that's why prices are high. So you combine all of those things. Again, you're in kind of a no-win situation. But And I hate to say this, but the the ultimate plan by the Fed and the reason they raising interest rates, who does raising interest rates hurt? Poor people. Yeah. So basically everything hurts poor because 9% inflation, that's not going to affect us. Like if you pay $2 for a loaf of bread and it's two thirty or something, that's not going to be the end of the world for us. What is it? Is it the poor people? It's the poor people. Yeah. And again, like the idea is that you almost have to set them up to struggle. You need prices to be beyond their resources. You need them to be stretched thin. And once they can't afford stuff, now the price has to come down a little bit. Once you solve the supply chain problem and there's more product or more whatever, again, prices will naturally start to drop. So the reason it's as bad as it is, and it's it's not, you could pin some of the blame on Joe Biden. <laughs> you can't. You can, but most of it, you can't. Most of this is is beyond him, and it, it wouldn't matter who the president was. You wouldn't be able to fix this so easy. That Again, the supply chain problem is the number one problem that we're facing when it comes to the inflation, just because if you can't get product on shelves, right, you, there's already great demand for it. You can't even get enough of it. There's a difference between price gouging and just raising prices based on something's well, flying of off. Something's flying off the shelf. Of course, you have to raise the price to, to maximize your profits. I get that. But the idea, again, is to leave the lower class unable to afford it. And that's what makes the prices go down. Well, a lot of people are still not wanting to work, too. I went to a restaurant. They only like had like 3%. two people. Unemployment is like nationally at 3%. That's a myth that people don't want to work. People don't want to work at shit jobs. That's fair. And people don't want to work for other people. People are increasingly starting their own business. I'm in the real estate business. There has been a influx of people who decided way too late to jump into the real estate market. Millions yeah. of people have become realtors in the last six months. Terrible idea. The market is definitely the housing problem. Right, Jedi? Poor people during COVID could afford to buy houses. Right. And, uh, and, and this is insane to say that's terrible for the housing market. When everybody can afford a house, it's going to drive the price up. That's what inflation is. Mm. So, again, the Fed raises the interest rates on, on mortgage loans now, Todd. So now most poor people at like five and a half percent, they can't afford that shit. They're out. Yeah. So now once you've eliminated that group, you've got a smaller group of people competing for right now. There's still super low inventory all over the country, but now there's less people that are able to buy. And so, again, that's going to start to bring the prices down. But the once middle we, class is once we cut too. the poor people out, all our problems get solved. Now, do you guys know what master class is? Yes. <laughs> Jedi, do you know what master class is? Uh, kind of. I it's see like a advertisements website. Yeah, it's all like over the it's place. A, it's like a website. It would be like Harrison Ford teaches you how to act, whatever. Uh, Michael Jordan teaches you how to play basketball. Joe needs to be on there to explain politics. Like <laughs> he'll, he'll explain it in like a minute and you understand something you didn't get your whole life. Inflation. I just know inflation made things go up. I have no idea how things get to inflation until now. <laughs> so listen, when, when we say Trump is to blame for inflation, that's not an insult, okay? The economy was so good. You don't get inflation from a bad economy. You get inflation when the economy is doing really well. Again, it gets to a point, though, where I promise you guys, the supply chain problem and, and the idea that you just can't get product, that there's not a lot of cars, the computer chips and the... 
the backup on that lumbers affecting right all of these different products and and the in inaccessibility of these things just makes the price go up on all that stuff mm-hmm. and so and it sucks todd doesn't it suck the idea that to for capitalism to prosper like we need it we need the poor there needs to be a poor class that is struggling and can't swing it that's the only way this thing works and so when when the, there are people, especially the lefties, and they're so down on capitalism, that's literally the reason why. Because you, I mean, it's like any pyramid scheme. Mm. Some jackass that has to be holding the bag at the bottom. Yeah. Right? It, Those yeah. pyramid schemes, somebody's got a garage full of, like, shakes. That, <laughs> right? Right? They've got all the product. It's not going anywhere. And they're like 250K in debt at this point. Yeah. And everybody above them's raking in the dough. If not for that loser at the bottom, it, it doesn't work. And that's the way it's always going to be. Yes. <laughs> I do have one more question, Joe. So in 2024, like gun to your head, who are the two people you think will be going at it at the end? I'm going to say it's going to be Ron DeSantis. And Stacey Abrams from Georgia. Oh, wow. So you don't think Trump? No, no. I think Trump could, at this point, I think Trump could be in jail by the 2024 election. (laughs) I'll be quite honest. Dude, his lawyer went and spoke to the January 6th committee, and he didn't, apparently didn't push back on any of the things that they said they already know. He was like, yeah, that's all. That all jives out with what I saw. It's, It's bad. And it's getting worse and it's looking insanely more criminal than it did at the beginning to the point where Todd, everybody around Donald Trump, mm-hmm. from his family to his closest advice, everybody was like, everybody but Mike Lindell and Rudy Giuliani were like, you lost the election, bro. Like there's right. there's no fraud. There's not nothing that's going to turn this thing around. So he was well aware of that when he basically went out there and was like, they stole the election, fight like hell, let's take the Capitol. Bad, 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 bad. I don't know if anything's going to come of this from a criminal mm-hmm. standpoint, but I think as far as his political career, it, it's over. The more and more Republicans, too, are like owning up to the fact that it's pretty cut and dry that he sent armed people <laughs> to the Capitol to take the Capitol. And what was the plan, Todd? I don't think they had one beyond actually seeing if they could do it. But it was just a bunch of crazy people. An idiot, like a poorly planned coup is a coup nonetheless. All the criminal planning that you need is all there. Roger Stone and Steve Bannon, dude, they're all hooked up with the Oath Keepers and the Proud Boys. There's like video of these guys with those guys as they were planning this stuff. And here's the one I was telling you about. And this is the real kicker here. There's gonna, I'm gonna assume by the time this, that at least 12 Republican Congress people will be removed from office and possibly facing federal charges and will probably never be allowed to hold office again. And some of them are pretty well known Marjorie Taylor Greene and Matt Gates. But yeah, there was, there was a lot of them that were in on the planning and, increasingly over the last couple of days, what you've seen is people who were arrested are now saying, I wouldn't have come here if I didn't believe Trump. And again, Trump knew he was lying when he was saying that stuff. And so the liability is it's there and it's bad. So you think there's no, I mean, they should have like, so the minimum age is what, 35? They should have a maximum age because if Biden somehow ever got in again, he would be there till he's 86. I mean, no one can do that. Dude, his his like solid approval rating yeah. is 16. Per, he's got a 39% approval rating, 16% right. like hardcore support. Right, right. You're, I mean, you're talking about like George Bush 2003 numbers. It's bad. And somehow George Bush managed to win that next election, um, (laughs) which is insane. But yeah, dude, this guy's in a position where he's a million years old. Yeah. You all think he's cognitively despaired anyway. So, right. No sense even trying to work out that narrative. It's not going well. Inflation's huge. He's got the out of, I just needed to get Trump's ass out of here. Yeah. I, I only need one term. I I didn't, you know, I spent 50 years in Washington because I wanted to be a one term president (laughs) said no one ever. But yeah, yeah, I I, dude, if he runs for office, 
he'll get trounced by, I would think, any anyone short of Lauren Boebert running as the Republican nominee would absolutely trounce Joe Biden right now. I don't see any scenario where Joe Biden lives. And my my new personal conspiracy theory is that the Democrats wanted Roe v. Wade overturned. Why? Thinking, dude, the fundraising money that they've received since June 24th is astounding. I think they've made like $250 million in donations since June 24th when Roe v. Wade was overturned. And here's why. Here's why. I mean, what did they do to stop it or to codify it before June 24th? Right. They just kind of sat there and watched and do anything. And then they were like, shocked that this happened. It's like, well, we knew in April this was going to happen sometime around June or July. Did nothing about it. And now it's the big rallying cry. There's already been a four point swing nationally in the favor of Democrats for the fall. Just oh, based off of the Roe overturning of Roe v. Wade. Yeah. New polling just came out today. Six to eight percent of people support a full ban. Sixty-eight wow. percent of Americans are against the abortion ban. And more specifically, without any exceptions for rape or incest. The 10-year-old girl that was raped, that story, as it turns out, there was an arrest made in the case today. It's a very real story. She was nine when she was raped. 10 years old and pregnant, had the abortion in Indiana, I think it was, on June 30th. So that story is very much real. That's a real thing that happens. Sometimes 10-year-olds get raped and they get pregnant. That's why we need to have exceptions. That's why all of the states with the trigger laws, right now abortion's not banned anywhere. (laughs) All of these legal challenges, they're generally ruling in favor of women's health, and they're keeping these abortion clinics open. And so who knows, maybe states will try to legislate this thing out in a more productive and intelligent and thoughtful way and not make this like the fight of the century. Because right now, especially amongst moderate and independent people, they don't like it. They don't like it. And it's hurting. It's going to the Republicans were more or less guaranteed winning back the House and the Senate this fall. And this has drastically changed things, like drastically. Yeah. And to me, dude, you're talking about 9% inflation, and there's a swing in their favor while they're screwing everything up. Yeah. That's a very telling thing about this particular issue. If you want to keep this thing at 20 weeks and ban it beyond that, with the exception of the mother's life being threatened, I think that would behoove every single Republican-led state in the country to do that. Put the law in there at 20 weeks, give them the first trimester, and ban it after that. Yeah. You're well within your rights. Again, you got to have the, the, the exception for the mother getting, you know, the mother yeah. dying. Now, Joe, did you come up with this take or did you hear that somewhere? Because that's actually like a really. I live that's legitimate. Me. This is me spitballing right yeah. now. As, <laughs> as, yeah. As I'm thinking this out. I mean, listen, you know, for and, and Jedi. I love you to death. I think you're an amazing person. And Jedi and I talked after that show where I insulted her religious beliefs a whole bunch. We talked for a little bit afterwards, and she was totally cool with all that. I understand and I respect people's religious feelings, and I don't take the the, the ending of a pregnancy lightly, okay? Uh, when you get to that point where the kid's growing and developing and you could see it. And again, it's around 20 weeks. I think by 24, that kid could probably live on machines outside the mother. Okay. You're talking about a human being kind of at that point, the beginning of that, uh, you know, again, not all those pregnancies even stick by that point. Once you get through the first trimester, generally speaking, that baby's happening. And so again, to me, the first trimester, as the original ruling went, just that's it. They could do whatever they want in the first 20. And then you ban it after that, unless a mother's going to die. That's a win-win for everybody. It prevents 10-year-olds from getting raped and pregnant. It prevents coat hanger abortions, which was a big problem in the 60s. We, we don't want to go back to that. So a nice compromise where everybody wins. Again, once it starts to be, it's got fingers and toes and you see it moving around. It's a person. Leave it alone. Now you're stuck with it. But it's going to be a person. <laughs> I, I, I'm i so torn on like the, the whole. I, Again, Todd, my wife's yeah. best friend was seven months pregnant and the baby yeah. just died inside of her. Yeah. So not every pregnancy 
right. is going to work out. It happens. Mostly in that first trimester, it could be you could wake up one day and you're feeling good about things and you go to the bathroom and the, the baby's out. Right. So that, so that happens. The, so where would the law stand on you do some genetics testing and you know, the baby's going to be blind, deaf, uh, mentally? You can't do anything? There's still, I mean, most states don't allow genetic testing beforehand and that that that's not a reason why you get one well i, I know because we by the time you can do yeah. the genetic testing yeah. you would be in the second trimester yeah. and again under my plan you can't do shit there down syndrome baby safe in my world yeah because yeah. i think that's terrible i mean once you get out of the first trimester if there's something wrong with the baby as long as the baby can be born and, and live on its own i I don't see any reason why you would want to terminate right. that or allow so, that to be terminated. So that's your that's your plan. That's what you like. That that's what you're for. Yeah. 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 Listen, I don't want people to like, oh, it's a boy. I want a daughter. Yeah. Next. <laughs> no, we're not, we're not in no. Yeah. Right. I certainly wouldn't, I wouldn't condone that. And again, that's not what's happening. Peter Buttigieg was talking to Chris Wallace on Fox News and and he asked, you know, how the, the Democrats can justify. 6,000 late-term abortions that happen every year, which is in the second or third trimester. And Buttigieg explained, those were women who had baby showers. Those were women who had names picked out and cribs built and rooms painted and were expecting and looking forward and then found out they could have the baby or die. And at least 6,000 of the babies ended up dying. My wife had a friend who had an IUD and got pregnant. And the baby was outside the uterus. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, It was it. That's I mean, again, dude, it's like you want to have that baby go for it. Do it. You can't make other people do that. That's that's like a death sentence. You know, that's got every possibility of you're probably getting sepsis and dying from that. And the baby's going to die, too. You're going to force everyone to make that same decision without without any looking at their medical history or anything. I mean, some people can maybe withstand something like that. Most people probably couldn't. And, and it's again, blanket to everybody. That's not cool. Now, this is what I don't want to symbol politics. Say you're Pete Buttigieg or whatever. And you're like, okay, I believe in this, 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 but what if he was like, Oh, but on that thing, I believe the other way you can't do that. If you're a Democrat, you'll lose all your possible. Votes. Uh, so funny. The trigger law in Louisiana was actually by a Democratic state senator who is a very religious black woman who is anti-abortion, right? So in a state like Louisiana, you could be a Democrat who's pro-life. Pro-life, yeah, yeah. That wouldn't fly in Connecticut or in Massachusetts <laughs> or out in California by Jedi. So it, it, where yeah. we lived, it, that's see where we live, that's not even a thing that could happen. Yeah, right. In other states, you could be those things, and it's normal. So if you're a Democrat and you're pro-life, you can't go for president or anything like that. Yeah, you would have no no chance. Zero chance. Yeah. So you I have don't to even be know, straight across the know. board on every every single... I hate to say that, but yeah. yes. I mean, you do, right? I mean, Bill Maher doesn't like Muslims and liberals hate him because of that one, that like one thing yeah. they don't agree with him on. So yeah, it's insane. You know, we're in, in the state of Connecticut, right? So I, I did the conservative radio show again mm-hmm. and I had on, we have three people running against Dick Blumenthal. Okay, who's a very liberal Connecticut senator. Two of these people are extremely conservative, pro-life. The other Republican, and she was the state Senate minority leader for a long time, Themis Claritus, is pro-choice. The first pollings just came out, and the two conservatives, pro-life conservatives, are down 20 points to Blumenthal. She's 10 points separated from them. The pro-choice one. So and I had talked to the two conservatives and I go, you don't think in light of Roe v. Wade being over, you don't think that's going to hurt you in a state like Connecticut and lovely people. But they're very disillusioned. Hmm. They're like, ah, people will come around on that. And it's like, are you insane? You think you think like feminist women are going to be like, well, you know what? They made a really good point. Forget it. No abortions. No, of course, that's not going to happen. Of course, it's going to have ramifications at the poll. It's a serious, serious issue. Here's the here's the thing. Some people, Todd, are what's called single issue voters. They're typically abortion people or gun people. Mm-hmm. The rest of us 
to, uh, you know, choose on a, a whole scope of issues. Right. But the people that are only going to vote for a gun person or an abortion person, dude, if you're not that, your chance of winning is a zero. Right. But don't you respect those people so much more that go out on the limb and, and, limb and think outside of their political party? <sighs> I do, but again, you can separate your personal belief from an intelligent thought, right? If you were like, hey, listen, I'm going to introduce a 100% tax rate. Like, sure, if that's what you believe in, you're never going to win on that. Yeah, right. Because no one's going to vote for that guy. Why would you say that? Yeah. And you can, well, I respect him for for staying with his convictions. Well, he's an idiot. He's not going to win. Yeah. Here's what I would say if I was running against Dick Blumenthal and I was and I was pro-life, I would say, here's the thing. I'm personally pro-life and I'm fine in the first trimester, as Roe v. Wade said. I would like there to be an abortion ban in the second and third trimester unless it's to save a mother's life. That's a reasonable, intelligent thing to say. It's a compromise, so it's fair to everybody involved, and it's not a my way or nothing, because that Mm -hmm. doesn't play well, especially when you're not the incumbent. Right. You're not already in office. You're not already the guy that was making the laws, and and so you don't get to really do that. The Republicans are getting blown out right now in the polling for governor in Connecticut. They have no chance to win the congressional seats that are open and no chance to win the Senate seat. 32% of this state I live in is Republican. And going back now to 1988 in the Senate and 2008 in the House, there has been no Republican representation in Connecticut. And these clowns continue to double down on the pro-life thing. And it's like, you're in Connecticut. It's yeah, haven't you seen what's been going on? Can yeah. be. be practical. Some of the other Republicans are calling Themis Claritus out and they're like, she used to be pro-life. Yeah, well, she's smartened up because she lives in a liberal state and she has higher aspirations. And the mm. only way you're going to win the state over is to is to not sound like an insane dictator person right. or be reasonable about some, about the stuff. And Joe, you think it's bet where we live, Jedi in California. Oh, my God. Dude, oh, I gotta this is tell why you, I'm not into politics. <laughs> if you're a conservative and you live in California, that's yeah. like, I mean, because it's like living in another country, first of all. And yeah. it's just, I mean, it could be its own country. And there's not a lot of places, Jedi, where like in Connecticut, there's cities and pockets of Connecticut where there's Republicans and Republican leadership. I feel like in California, increasingly, the, the Republican areas are going away like there's less of it well i'm in one (laughs) yeah i think you're in the one yeah it really does seem like they're they're going further and further left in california and again i don't like that everybody's moving to texas which is funny because texas is also turning blue no well maybe not really I can't imagine yeah, that. Uh, dude, I don't know if you've seen the polling, but Beto no. O'Rourke is within like four points in the governor's race. It's it's getting tight over there. Do it again. When you have an extremist governor and an extremist attorney general like they do in Texas, dude, even so, you might be pro-life. They're extremely aggressive about it. No, but it, it's come and to I'm telling you, like win at I'm all telling costs. you. But Jedi, there's more reasonable, moderate people in this country than there are liberals and there are conservatives. And I when you're an especially <laughs> if you're especially hard right or hard left, there's going to be people within your own party who are like, you're insane. And the independents are going to be like, yeah, you're insane. All the all the polling I've read recently about independence is, is they're looking for cooperation between the two parties. Yes. And that means that means compromising on issues. That means not totally banning an abortion, but coming up with a plan that could make everybody happy. The original plan was 20 weeks. I think you just reimpose that. You ban it beyond that. And everybody goes home a winner. No one's going to walk out of this getting everything they want. Right. And again, you keep pushing people in the state of Texas. You keep pushing for the right. Your people are just going to naturally pull left. Even people on the right, you have no choice. You, you don't want to go over the cliff of, like, insanity. 
Now, Joe, what you said about this might benefiting the left, I've noticed on Facebook people complaining. It's like 90% women are against this. It doesn't matter. Conservatives have been posting it. Yeah. Woman, so, do you know what that means? That's very what? funny. Yes. You know, it's funny, Jedi. Somebody came at me with that whole thing, and I'm like, <laughs> well, I don't buy into that bullshit either, so now what's your argument? You know, the Biden administration in the in the budget for next year, they changed mother to, uh, to the birthing person. Yeah, I don't agree with that. I think that's idiotic and stupid. Uh, I makes, feel like I'm being erased. That's a little much, Tucker Carlson. You're not being replaced here, but it's stupid. It's like it's placating to a really small group of people at the cost of a giant majority of people. The people, the more the most sensible people in this country, the women, the moms of the world. Yeah, I don't I don't get that. I And I don't agree with it. And, you know, listen, I respect transgender people. I, I do don't necessarily I don't necessarily buy it. I don't necessarily you know, I mean I I hate Ben Shapiro. I criticize him a lot, but there are only two chromosomes. There's X and Y. Yes. There's nothing else. So I don't know where you're coming up with 32 different genders. Like that's this, not This is like 57 or something. Whatever it is. This ain't Heinz ketchup, you know. You're either a man or a woman. And yeah. I I get maybe you feel like well, I don't know what that is. I'm well, I'm be, fine with it. Because I live in California, remember? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. I, again, dude. <laughs> I I have a relative who is transitioning into a woman and he's always struck me as somebody who wasn't quite right. You know, when I heard it was happening, I was like, oh, yeah, uh, right. it was going to be something, I assume. Case by um, case, right? Yeah, she's got depression. And I'll see I'm using her her proper pronouns. She's got a lot of different mental issues and has been fighting depression and all sorts of things. And I want to be supportive. I, I, but I don't know how much of it is mental, how much of it is biological. I think the science is still out. So I'm not really ready to marry one way or the other, but I'm always going to be a respectful person. Right. You know, right. you don't have to like be full of hate because you don't understand something or you don't completely accept the science. And I understand some people don't. I question it. Like I said to you before, Todd, there's no there's no animal situation where there's lionesses that are identifying as as lions. Right. You, you know, that, that that's not a so I have a hard time believing that that's a thing, like a biological thing. Maybe yeah. I'm wrong. Maybe the science will, will prove that one way or the other. But yeah, women are women and men are men, period. That's yeah. funny, period. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jedi, I say we wrap this up. We got our birthdays coming up in an hour. And I'll Happy birthday to both of you guys, by the way. I still think it's insane that, uh, again, for anybody who doesn't know the story, these guys didn't know each other until they started this podcast together. And for some reason, uh, in the flukiest of flukes, we're born on the same exact friggin' day, same year, a couple hours apart. Yeah. And, <laughs> and so 3,000 miles apart. Yeah. <laughs> so bizarre. Yeah, so bizarre. And we become great friends. Jedi, we text every day about whatever. Yeah. This has been awesome. So, yeah, I think that about does it. So check us out on Facebook, Crimes, Conspiracies to Beyond. I have my phone number on the Facebook, so you can text me if you have any ideas. And I think that just about does it. Hey, Marks, the end is here. All I can say is please don't go down <laughs> the dark web. You can go deep, but don't go dark. Again, <laughs> thank you so much for listening to Crimes, Conspiracies, and Beyond. Bye. Bye.